Well, hello, welcome to Kootenay Brown Now for Friday, November 15th, 2019. And as, as it stands today, we are exactly one week away from uh, Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village's fifth annual Meet the Authors Evening. Second to the Friday, the November 22nd, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. So come on out and meet your favorite local authors. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the authors as we move on here in today's podcast. Uh, on that day, uh, the country store will also be open for autographed book purchases and lots of new items for uh, your upcoming Christmas shopping seasons. So there will be complimentary snacks and refreshments. And this is all part of... Uh, Kootenay Brown's uh, uh, participation in the town of Pincher Creek's uh, Parade of Lights Festival that night as well. So if you're in town for the parade, come on out before or after the parade. And we are at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive, Pincher Creek. If you're from Pincher Creek, you likely know where we're at. If not, uh, well, you can see the big red Dodge out in front of our uh, our building right now that has the Christmas tree in the back. And uh, that is also indicative of our Kootenay Brown branded uh, decoration as well, our Christmas tree decoration. So you can pick up one of those that evening as well. So in preparation for the event, let's meet some of these writers from Southwest Alberta, whose titles are always on sale in the, uh, in the country store bookshop year throughout although this will be one night where you can not only get the books but also get them signed and meet and talk to the authors and I'll tell you Pincher Creek is just amazing um, for the area and uh, in the Crow's Nest Pass, Lestridge, Southwest Alberta as to how many authors there are uh, doing a range of subjects you can get everything from histories to travelogues, uh, comic books uh, even science fiction, and uh, we've got some uh, a few noteworthy uh, authors in our area as well, people who are known nationally and internationally. So the first one I want to talk about is Joey Ambrosi. Joey is a guide from the uh, Frank Slide Interpretive Center over at, uh, in the Crow's Nest Pass, and he's quite the mountaineer. And he's put together the Southern Rockies Trail Guide. And it's your complete hiking guidebook for the spectacular Rocky Mountains of the Southwest Alberta and Southeast British Columbia. And Joey has documented all of the trails. And you'll find the descriptions, the maps, photographs, and all the scientific uh, nomini for that, elevation graphs, 170 great hikes. So if you complete every one of these uh, hikes in Joey's book, you'll be doing something. So you might as well come on out and meet Joey, and he can tell you all about 
his uh, his time in uh, doing the rugged multi-day backpacking adventures. Now Joey and uh, his colleague at Frank Slide, Monica Field, have also teamed up with world-renowned comic book artist Jean-Claude Saint-Aubin and for a series of five comic books that are published by the Frank Slide Center. Uh, if you don't know anything about the Crow's Nest Pass, it's just got the richest, most um, raucous uh, history over there. Um, they've got two comic books that are associated with the Frank Slide, which was Canada's worst mine disaster, and that is the name of one of the books. The other one is called Big Charlie and the Frank Slide, and Big Charlie was one of the pit ponies that was caught inside one of the underground mines in that 1903 slide. Uh, there is also uh, the story of I Survived the Frank Slide, which uh, kind of shatters a lot of the myths about the child that was found in amongst the Frank Slide as well. And we also end with a couple of uh, some of the more violent incidents that happened in Southwest Alberta. Shootout at the Bellevue Cafe, which is the story of also of a train robbery that occurred in the Crow's Nest Pass and how that, um, that ended up winding up into a cafe in the little community of Bellevue. And uh, there also we finish up with uh, the shooting of Constable Lawson, which is the story of a, of a rum running times of Constable Lawson being a uh, policeman with the Alberta Provincial Police at that point in time. And he tangled with uh, one of the um, the top bootleggers of the of the area, Emperor Picarello, and uh, that story had a long-lasting historical impact on uh, the liquor laws and on capital punishment in Canada as well. So those uh, those stories go hand in hand with storytelling, and uh, Monica and Joey have done. A, a wonderful job putting together the uh, the story and the pencils are by the legendary comics professional professional Jean-Claude St. Aubin and Jean-Claude won't be with us that night but he does live in southern Alberta he lives near Raymond Alberta and he is uh, noted throughout the comic book world on a, a several uh, titles including a, a little-known character that you might know of called the Amazing Spider-Man. So uh, definitely come on out and pick out some of these books and get signed copies. Uh, we have a new author uh, that has done an ama amazing uh, book here by, from Heritage House. It's D Lorraine Andrews, who's from High River, has... Uh, made a book called uh, Ranching Under the Arch, Stories from the Southern Alberta Rangelands. It's a visually rich, historically epic tale of cattle ranching in Southern Alberta, focusing on the multi-generational family-owned ranches that still are in existence today. So uh, you can meet Lorraine and she'll uh, talk about this fabulous book. And in relation to Kootenay Brown, she has quite a bit in this book about the Waldron Ranch and of course the Waldron Ranch House is part of our, uh, our building collection in uh, Kootenay Browns and probably one of our most, our more popular buildings as well. So Lorraine, uh, as I said, was from High River and she's also the author of The Cowboy Trail, Guide to Alberta's Historic Cowboy Tra Country 
and Great Walks of the World. And she's uh, written extensively for international and national magazines and newspapers. Uh, moving on to another gentleman uh, who has made his home in Harry Hanlon, Her in Pincher Creek. His name is Harry Hanlon. And he's written a book about his uh, experiences as a bush pilot. And it's called From Pole to Pole with a Few Stops Between, a collection of stories and poems. And in Harry's own words, 35 years of bush-type flying in some of the harsh conditions in the world have resulted in many memorable experiences that I would like to share. A lot of my early flying was done along the west coast of British Columbia and the Canadian Arctic between Yellowknife and the northern coast. Uh, he's flown a single otter on floats out of Norman Wells in the Northwest Territories and added hundreds of hours of, of float plane time to his logbook. Uh, he's also accumulated many hours on skis and high, large high flotation tires in the high Arctic islands and in northern Greenland. And he's also, uh, besides the Canadian Arctic, he's also flown in South America and the Antarctic as well. So uh, we've got quite the global world traveler here. And so you can meet Harry that night and he'll sign his uh, first book. And I certainly hope it's not his last. Now, not getting too far away from the comic book medium, we have another comic book uh, author coming up. Um, it's Mr. Peter Brower from Diamond City, Alberta, which is near Lethbridge. And he has written a comic book called The March and Fort Whoop Up. And the art is also by Mr. St. Aubin. So the, uh, Diamond Gra the graphic novel medium is well represented this coming Friday. So it talks about uh, the historic Great March of the Northwest Mounted Police, which occurred in 1874 uh, as they introduced Canadian law and order to a very lawless land. And of course, the, uh, the Mounted Police have evolved into the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, nationally uh, represented across Canada and known around the world. So here in Southwest Alberta, we have a lot of great connections to that force. So come on out and meet Pete and pick up uh, one of his comic books, The March on Fort Whoopa. Um, we have also Belinda Croson, who just happens to be a uh, Lesbridge City Councillor, but uh, that night she is also here as a historian and author. Um, she has three of her books that she'll be uh, able to sign and discuss. Uh, Squirrel Whiskey, Mr. R and Prohibition in Southern Alberta. And this goes back to the raucous times when somebody decided it would be a good idea to not be selling Alberta, uh, whiskey and liquor in Alberta. And uh, the results of that are quite humorous and sometimes a little bit tragic. So Belinda has a, a, a good book in relating that and offering glimpse, glimpses into the world when liquor was a banned substances, but the citizens didn't like let a little thing like that prevent them from getting a drink. Also another ticklish subject is the story of prostitution in Southern Alberta during the formative years. And Belinda's book is called We Don't Talk About Those Women, Lethbridge's Red Light District from the 1880s to the 1940s. And this is a compilation of uh, Belinda's extensive research, including interviews as well. And um, just putting a, a cover around a, a profession that not a lot of people want to talk about, but is still it's the oldest profession and still with us today. Um, 
We also have Vice, Virtue, and Lust. Um, those who know Belinda from the Galt Museum know that she just loves to do these uh, cemetery tours of the, uh, the different graveyards around Lethbridge. And so Vice, Virtue, and Lust is a, is a compilation of some of the personalities that she has found over the years while doing these tours. Uh, coming back to Pincher Creek area, we have the Family Secrets group. Now, Family Secrets was a compilation of 27 mostly true stories edited by Tyler Trafford. Um, several uh, creative writers around Pincher Creek um, that wanted to tell their stories and wanted to have them put professionally into a, into a small book. So Family Secrets is a, a compilation of some of those stories. And like we say, most of them are mostly true, <laughs> but these are off, often um, stories that uh, people wanted to tell about their lives. And there are a few surprising historical things that uh, have popped up in those, in those books. I had the honor of, of helping to proofread this book when it first came out. And um, I was shocked at some of, not only some of the writing talent that we have in the area, but also how many people were willing to bear their soul on the page. And as an author myself, I can tell you that's not always an easy thing. Um, now, two of our best volunteers around the Pincher Creek area are the couple of John and Kathleen Hancock. And uh, they have put together a nice little field guide about spiders. And spiders are creepy, weird creatures that inspire fear and fascination in everyone. But John and Kathleen Hancock are also arachnid experts and um, they just want you to get over those fears and learn a little bit about that. And so this is a great book, uh, not only for the people who just like science and like to observe nature, but uh, also for kids who like to look at creepy crawly things. And if I know John and Kathleen, they'll probably bring a little bit uh, of a display of some of their uh, arachnid acquisitions from over the years. We are also fortunate um, to have Dr. Doris Jean McKinnon come down all the way from Red Deer and she has told, uh, written two stories about uh, a, a Puncher Creek pioneer named Marie Rose Smith, uh, two books rather, uh, rather uh, good books talking about uh, Marie Rose Smith who was a Métis lady who lived from an incredible life from 1861 to 1960 and in her 99 years uh, she lived everything from being a virtual uh, slave during the, the fur trade uh, to her marriage to a, a very uh, interesting local character Charlie Smith and the 17 children that uh, she bore over the years and her long, long career in this area as a rancher, as a, a mother, midwife, nurse, and uh, boarding house uh, entrepreneur, and also a craftswoman as a leather worker as well. And, and finally, uh, winding up as a writer who uh, put down many of her recollections into the form. So these two books, uh, The Identities of Marie Rose Delorme Smith and Métis Pioneers are both going to be available and have been available actually for a while. 
And I should also add that Métis Pioneers also includes uh, the story of Isabella Clark Hardesty Lougheed, uh, who was, among other things, the, uh, the daughter of one of the uh, factors of the Hudson's Bay Company, the wife of the early lawyer of Alberta, and, of course, the grandmother to our Premier Peter Lougheed. So there's quite the, uh, the stories that are added in. So, like I said, Doris McKinnon's coming all the way down from Red Deer, so you'll want to come down and meet her. Uh, Krista McDonald is a new writer from the Crow's Nest Pass, and she has two novels under her belt. Uh, her debut novel was called The Girl with the Empty Suitcase. It's a piece of women's literary fiction following a, a woman through her life. You have glimpses of significant mo moments making up our identity, relationships, and her life. And uh, the second novel is To Air the Laundry. So it talks about uh, the same character that she writes about and her complicated relationship with her, her mother. And this is uh, the character's mother's story before she is a mother. So Krista McDonald is, writes about realistic characters confronting the moments and details that make up their lives and identities. Uh, we will also have Sid Marty, a well-known uh, raconteur, author, and singer-songwriter who lives in the uh, southwestern Alberta and many of his books reflect the time that he has worked as a park warden for Parks Canada between 1966 and 1978 in Yoho, Jasper, Prince Albert and Banff National Parks. In Switchback, Sid draws on his own memories and those of his friends and former colleagues in relating true mountain tales of guides, uh, snowshoers, people are getting lost, um, hungry grizzlies, opinionated pack rats, and things like that. And Men for the Mountains, and Sid talks about what he knows that uh, the beautiful and treacherous landscapes of the mountains, as few men or women do it. And this is some of his personal recollections as a mountain climber, rescue team member, firefighter, wildlife custodian, and an advisor to tourists and, and adventurers. So you can certainly come out and meet Sid. Uh, he's well known throughout the literary world and we're fortunate to have him in Southern Alberta. And Pat Moskaluk, who has written a great story about St. Michael's Parish. So if you live in Pincher Creek, you know the full role that the, the St. Michael's Parish plays, uh, not only as a church, but also in education, healthcare, the community as a whole. And of course, uh, it all begins with the early exploration and indigenous contract, contact, the residency of Father Albert Lacombe. And Pat also talks about the uh, Father Lacombe's building of the Hermitage, which of course is another historic building that we have in our collection at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. So Pat, along with Corrine Welsh, have documented that storied past into a book that is just much more than just a, a church history, and you'll want to read that. Now, Chris Morrison is probably the uh, historian emeritus of Waterton Lakes National Park, and there's not too much about the founding and the progress of that uh, that very storied area that Chris does not know. Uh, Chris lives in uh, Waterton herself, and 
Among her books is Steady As She Goes, which is a steamboat history of the, uh, the SS International and other uh, boat operations that have operated in Waterton Lakes National Park. And one of the few, Waterton being one of the few parks that actually offers commercial boat services. So if you've ever been on the SS International going back and forth across the border on that lake, well, this is the story of that, that boat and, and others. Uh, commercial boats that operate along the, the Waterton Lakes. Uh, she also has uh, another book called The Story of the, the uh, Glacier Peace Park and the building of how Waterton and the Glacier National Park in Montana have come together to uh, be recognized as an international peace park and as a UNESCO foundation as well for uh, the cooperation of how two countries gather together to operate two national parks side by side next to each other on a border peacefully and her latest book uh, Water and Chronicles 2 now Water and Chronicles 1 unfortunately is long out of print so Water and Chronicles 2 um, does uh, give a great documentation of just about anything you'd ever want to know about Waterton and you have to almost see this book to believe it. There's just so many pictures and stories about people who have made the park what it is today. It's just one of the wonders of the world. We also have an amazing cowboy writer, songwriter, and recording artist by the name of Doug Rawling. Now, as I said, Doug also has a, a, has a, a career as a Western singer and songwriter, and he'll have his CDs for sale, but he also is a writer of Western novels. And um, so among his novels are The Fourth Man, Providence Pass, Stafford's Gun, and The Bronx Stopper. So not a bad idea to come on out and listen to Doug. He's an exceptionally good guy, and he knows the cowboy life like no others. He lives it every day. So it's uh, really good to have somebody authentic like that around. And speaking of authentic, the fabulous Francis Riviere, who's the, uh, the, the Métis uh, elders of our area. And her, uh, her uh, legacy goes right back to the founding of Pincher Creek. And she has her two-volume biography of being born a carefree Métis child in 1936, living in a log shack in the mountains in southern Alberta. And she writes that her happy young dreams of being the wife of a handsome young rancher in southern Alberta came to a shattering halt uh, when her marriage was forced from, her marriage ended after a mysterious illness. So this story tells um, not only about uh, Francis's life's um, living a frontier life in, in the 20th century in the mountains. So those two books are called Washing at the Creek and Bittersweet Full Circles. And I'm told Francis also has a new book of poetry that she'll be debuting that night as well. Now we also have uh, another pilot here, uh, Megan Simpson who comes from a family of outfitters, uh, people who would put together uh, guiding tours inside the Rocky Mountains. 
and uh, Megan is the latest example of that and she has expanded the family business into helicopters. She's 30 years old and is a trained helicopter pilot and has flown in throughout the Canadian North and up and down the Rocky Mountains. So she's quite the accomplished young lady and her book is called Diamond in the Rough, a collaboration of stories from the Simpson Outfitting family. So I'm looking forward to meeting Megan. Now, uh, born and raised in this area and newly returned is Fred Stenson. Now, Fred is known uh, nas nationally across Canada. Uh, he's written for um, all sorts of uh, television uh, documentaries and that sort of a thing. And he'll be here to discuss uh, his four novels, uh, The Trade, which is a story of the fur trade, Lightning, which is a cowboy sort of a ranching sort of a story. The Great Karoo, which tells a fictional story about uh, um, Southern Albertans going off to the South African War in 1899. And Who by Fire, which uh, is a novel of growing up near the, uh, near the oil and gas industry in Pincher Creek, as Fred did as well, uh, growing up in the Twin Butte area. So it was a great honor to have Fred uh, living in this area and uh, for him to come on out to our, our Country Store Bookshop signing event that night. Now Agnes T. Bear, we're going to get a double dose of Agnes because she's debuting her new novel, Pathway Through Peril, this Saturday night, November 16th, or Saturday afternoon rather, uh, from 3 to 5 p.m. at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. And born and raised in Coaldale, Agnes T. Bear comes from the Mennonite tradition. And in her book, her novel, um, the fictional Schroeder, Bolt, and Lentz families are caught in the middle of warring, warring factions which range back and forth over their peaceful village ranging back to Russia from where the Mennonites uh, originally came from after World War I, the Russian Revolution and the, uh, and the Bolshevik Civil War in that area. So, like I said, Agnes will have debut her novel uh, on November 16th and she will be back for the signing event as well. So if you miss her at one, you can catch her at another or preferably at both. So this is her first novel and um, we look forward to um, hearing more from Agnes. Now I kind of uh, hesitate to talk about this next guy because uh, I share a same name and same identity purpose with himself. Yes I am Ranger Gord and my real name is, Ranger, is Gord Tolton and I have three titles in the Kootenay Brown bookshop as well. Uh, they are histories. Uh, the Cowboy Cavalry is the story of the Rocky Mountain Rangers. Uh, which was Southern Alberta's first military regiment that was raised in 1885 in the ranch country um, in order in response to the uh, the Northwest Rebellion that was occurring further up in up the Saskatchewan River and uh, another book that also takes place in that era is called Prairie Warships and it's River Navigation in the Northwest Rebellion and it tells the story of steamships, ferries, and other river craft that were used during that rebellion by warriors and soldiers on all sides, Europeans, settlers, First Nations, and Métis. And my other title that I have is Healy's West, 
and it tells the, uh, the biography and life and times of John J. Healy, who was a larger-than-life character who uh, ranged fr from his time in Irish famine to the Oregon Trail, from trading in, here in southern Alberta with the Blackfoot, where he built Fort Whoopup, to political maneuvering, to becoming a sheriff in Montana, and also a business entrepreneur, and, um, and, and a, a sort of an adventurer up in the Alaska during the gold rush as well. So come on out and uh, if you don't know me, you can meet me and, uh, and see my titles as well. Now Beth Toe will also be here. Um, Beth and her group uh, uh, put together the, uh, Beth was the lead editor, but she put together Bert Riggle's Greater Waterton, A Conservation Legacy. So this is a great book um, that was a, a compilation of photographs and writings from various um, uh, authors and writers from around southwest Alberta on their uh, knowledge and memories of Bert Rigall, who was a southwestern hunting and touring guide in, south, in uh, the Waterton area. So come on out and meet Beth and uh, she'll certainly tell you uh, just anything you want to know about uh, Bert Riggle. Now, very well known around here in Pincher Creek is Tyler Trafford. And Tyler is a writer of some renown. Um, he wrote in the 1970s for the Calgary Herald and also in Australia, in, in uh, Florida for Fort Lauderdale. And he has a great variety of different titles, that sort of a thing. Um, I like his Almost a Great Escape, which is the story of his mother's long-buried past um, and her secret romance with a Norwegian fighter pilot and who was only one of the three prisoners to make it out of the Great Escape, um, where 76 airmen had broken out of a Nazi prison camp in Saga in Poland. So that's an amazing book, and he's got many other titles as well. And he doesn't—he uh, doesn't let himself be bogged down into too many genres. Tyler also has fiction. He has two black eyes and the unfinished script, which is a, a book about uh, a young man born into privileged life around Calgary, but uh, ends up working in uh, the film industry and uh, and and trying his hand out at the cowboy life as well. And Tyler also has the Sun on the Mountains trilogy as well, which is, tells the story of a generational saga, saga of uh, people after the American Revolution settling in the Canadian West and intermarrying with the Pecani tribe of the Blackfoot Confederacy. So that's an interesting trilogy just we want to be picked up. And finally, last but certainly not least, is our own uh, historical character, Farley Wuth, who, uh, when he isn't in residence uh, in his archives at the uh, Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village, also likes to write. Uh, so he has written uh, Pincher Creek's Ill-Fated Railway History in a title called The History That Almost Wasn't, which tells all about uh, Canadian Pacific um, their record around Canadian history and their non-entry into uh, the town of Pincher Creek and also the long defunct Kootenai and Alberta Railway that extended from Pincher Station out to Beaver Mines during the coal mining times. 
And Farley also uh, was responsible for redoing uh, the, the 19, or actually it would have been in the 2010 edition of Prairie Grass to Mountain Pass. And that is uh, the Pincher Creek's local historical chronicle of uh, family histories and town histories and area, that sort of a thing. Uh, originally published in 1974, Farley did a lot to um, update a lot of the histories and uh, put that together along with uh, recovering many of the photographs that were lost after the original edition. And if nothing else, uh, that book will give you some winter weight if you happen to get into a snowstorm. Because it's, it's quite the tome and uh, I actually dare you to read it from front cover to back cover. And if you do, you'll have quite a feat and you'll have learned a lot about the, the life and lore of uh, the Pincher Creek and Southwestern Alberta District. And finally, Farley was also the lead writer on Tales of the Kootenai Brown Pioneer Village, which uh, was our centennial book made for the 50th anniversary of the Pincher Creek and District Historical Society, um, along with uh, designs and uh, photographs from local uh, photographer Jessica Monsell. So it's a full color coffee table book um, that really celebrates uh, our village and what we do here and what we have done over the past uh, oh 50 odd years and uh, getting closer to 55 years as I record this. So that's about all I have to say. Uh, we hope to see you out for the uh, author's visit for the Meet the Authors evening. And as we count it, we have something like 22 authors that will be here. And I think that's an amazing accomplishment for a small community. And we should be proud that we have uh, such a, a literate uh, populace around here that supports these books and continues to want to read them. So signing off here, this is Ranger Gord. And we will see you next time on Kootenai Brown Now.